here. Yeah? Let's go! Welcome to a world of boom, bap, and pow. The superheroes rule and fresh rhymes move the crowd. You wanna know how? Stay tuned. Listen close to yeah. the fresh sounds coming okay. out. Your speaker from your host, Young uh, Shell, in the place. Yeah. Giving you a taste of superhuman worlds plus the music I create. Okay. To celebrate golden what? age of rap that you like. It's, it's another, another episode of Apes and Mike. Yeah. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Young Shell, and I'm here because I believe I have a story to tell. I really hope that you'll stay tuned as I attempt to share it with you through this, my personal audio journal, to share a behind the scenes view of what? Of my creative journey and the struggles I'm going through to produce my very first full length album and my latest superhero project too. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Let's get it on. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. And this is the show formerly known as, well, it's not formerly, but it's formally known as Capes and Mics. And for those of you who are returning listeners, you may have noticed the intro is slightly changed. Same music. Different words, different vocals, um, and that's for good reason. Um, it's not only a brand new or a remix intro, but it's a new intro because the show itself is also changing format. I alluded to it on the last episode um, with the interview with Rob Clark, my homie. At the very end of the show, I didn't, you know, I did uh, mention that the show was going to take a, a little turn. In terms of the focus and the format, I need to simplify things. I got too much things going on with the story modes and the rap modes or the music modes and all the different types of episodes. I had, and not to mention, I have other shows on the go that you guys don't even know about. Um, another podcast that I tried to, that I have started at the same time as this. But needless to say, I need to simplify things, and part of that effort is changing the format of the show. So let me get to it. Let me just, let's just start as if this was the first episode, episode zero, Capes and Mics, reboot, redux, whatever you want to call it. To all my new listeners, my name is Young Shell, as mentioned in the intro. That's my rap name. But I also go by the name Henry Shell. And I'll go interchangeably between those as you listen to the show. But basically... I'm not only your host and the man who conceived this podcast, but I'm also an artist and a creator, specifically in the realms of 90s style hip hop music. That's what I that's what I like to do. And also superhero modern fantasy type of uh, storytelling that I have been doing for the last 10 years as well through by way of books. So I'd like to welcome you who are new. And I hope you will enjoy this little show that I've put together. This new format is very focused on my uh, creative works and sharing it with you, the rest of the world at large, and also hopefully inspiring and entertaining you with it, along as well giving you guys an opportunity to hear my story and, you know, 
as the intro said, I believe I have a story to tell. I've been at this music and hip hop thing as well as the writing thing for quite a number of years, over a decade in each, to put it to put it mildly. And this show is basically a platform that I'm creating, a personal platform where I can start to share directly with people the work, the projects that I'm working on, and hopefully generate a little bit of an audience for those for those projects and those works that I'm on. So I feel like I'm rambling. It's already been almost five minutes and we're just in the intro. <laughs> well, so let me summarize today's episode, uh, or let me really say what it's about. What I forgot to mention is so in changing the format of the show and being very simple and being very specific, um, not only am I trying to sh- use this as a platform to share my my projects in general, but I'm being very specific. So for the foreseeable future, Capes and Mics, the podcast, is about showcasing and sharing my journey to A, finish recording and uh, eventually releasing my first full-length music project that's a solo project Um, as you continue to listen to the podcast you'll understand what I mean by that because I have done lots of other projects but I've never done my own personal solo project that's full length in the 20 30 odd years I've been doing music which is a real crime and a sin but in any case this podcast is about giving you an inside look and allowing you the opportunity the listener to come on the journey with me and just yeah strap in and go on go on a ride and episode to episode get your updates and get your sneak peeks and get your background um backstories to what led us to this time and also even an opportunity to um contribute to the process as well the flip side to the coin because i am a double-headed dragon so to speak metaphorically when it comes to creativity and the flip side to that coin is I also want to showcase and give you guys an opportunity to come on me on the journey of releasing my next superhero project, storytelling project, which is um, Hearts and Powers, which is a superhuman soap opera is what I'm what my tagline I've been using. And um, yeah, it's going to be in written format to a certain degree. Um, but it's also what I'm super excited is that it's going to be in audio format. Um, and I'm super stoked and excited because it's my first time um, venturing into another realm with my storytelling. I've done a couple books, well, a few books, more than a couple books over the years with these crazy ideas and the imagination, imaginative worlds that I've created and characters. Um, I've had the pleasure of seeing my characters um realized in a visual format have had many illustrators and many illustrations done of various characters so that's one frontier that i'm you know pretty familiar with but i'm going into a new frontier of hearing producing my stories in a format that will allow me to have other people voice and slash act my characters and bring them to life and i'm very excited to share that journey with you guys as well um, so yeah, this podcast, Capes and Mics, is now officially the platform where you will come from episode to episode to come and just get a sneak peek, an inside look at what it takes for an independent creative such as myself to create, publish, 
and share content in the realm of uh, superhero slash nerd culture fiction, as well as 90s style hip hop music now in 2021. So where are we at? Um, That's a very long intro. I will get it tighter um, as we continue to create more episodes. I'll hopefully get tighter and better at, at doing that intro um, because I don't want, I want to get to the meat of it every, every episode. And I want my new listeners to be able to be excited in a very quick fashion at right up the top. And then we get right into it. So the agenda for today, this episode, uh, actually, before we move to the agenda, um, yeah, I guess, yeah. So the format of the show, basically, um, moving past the intro, the format of the show, basically every episode, it's very simple. You'll get three things in every episode. Um, you're going to get a quick update right at the top of the show, project updates. I'll um, summarize exactly uh what the show is about and the more specifically the projects that the show is about which i already did next i'll just dis- i'll discuss uh very quick go into a very quick update on both projects um where i will basically give you a progress report <laughs> from episode to episode um and i will do my best to include uh samples or previews of the exact thing i'm talking about whether it be um the latest recording um, of the latest um, demo, not demo, I guess the latest song that's on the album um, or something as um, super exciting as letting you guys get a taste of the latest um, recording of the acting or audio reading of my Hearts and Powers. Um, not all the time, but sometimes when, when, when I can. But basically, I'll give you a quick update. Moving from that, we'll go into what I like to call the process section where I will spend the meat of the the episode sharing with you guys um, a more in-depth piece of content for you to sink your teeth into. I'll basically discuss the main presentation of the episode, give you behind the scenes stories of interest as it relates to my process of what I've gone through um, in the last week or month or whatever since the last episode in terms of, um, you know, actually doing the work going out and recording the songs or writing doing the drafts or connecting with um collaborators to do the actors or whatever basically that's the main part of the show where i share some of my process i might even give give you some live demonstrations of my process of uh getting the actual productions done or the writing or things like that or even sometimes i may even uh have guests interview still just like how i had rob clark on the last episode i'm still going to continue that because i collaborate quite frequently still with other creatives and also i'd like to be able to share with share and support my fellow independent creatives um that i that i'm that i'm close to throughout the years including people like um you guys haven't heard of him yet but my friend vincent galvez who is the is interesting interesting uh, connection this guy he's he's a fellow writer who has been a great mentor to me in writing over the last uh five or six years or so but the interesting thing about him is not only has he accomplished comic book writer himself who has been writing for a comic book called heroes of the world but he introduced me to uh my first illustrator that that did the cover for my first book uh my first um 
novel, grown-up novel, comic book cover. And not only did he introduce me to them, but then he went on to become a, a great friend and a mentor to me and helped me develop a lot of skills uh, in my writing that have improved it greatly and that I've been applying on a regular basis to come to this place now where I'm uh, writing some quality stuff I, I hope you guys will think for Hearts and Powers and what's going to be released in the future. So, and then I'll wrap up every episode after the process section with um, just giving you guys an opportunity to take part in this exciting journey that I'm about to go on or that I am on by just sharing with you guys how you guys can support the cause in multiple different ways, um, both uh What's the word I'm looking for? Both moral support, social support, and financial support. Um, and I almost don't even want to use the word support because basically um, it's not even just support, but really just giving you guys an opportunity to take part and to to really say that, you know, you were a part of this process. Um, and very, I got some really exciting things, some cool things that I think you guys will enjoy um, on that side of it. Um, but we'll discuss that more in detail at the end of this show. And I think right about now we should just get into it. Um, let's get into the first part of the show, the update, or what I like to call the progress report. Okay, so first things first, um, let's talk about um, Hearts and Powers. Hearts and Powers, the update on Hearts and Powers is the current status Current status on hearts and power. First, let me actually let me let me let me uh, back it up a bit. With the exception of this episode, um, moving forward after today, I'm only going to give an update on either the cape side of things, which would be the storytelling side of things, or an update on the music side of things, the mic side of things, which is the the album. But just because this is uh, episode zero, I'm going to do both for this first episode. And once we're there, we'll just alternate from show to show. So Capes slash Hearts and Powers Project. The current status of the Hearts and Powers Project. So at present, the first draft of the very first draft, the very first draft of um, Hearts and Powers. Hold on, I'm giving some technical difficulties here. Uh, sorry guys, I don't know what just happened. My computer completely just shut down on me in the middle of that. Sorry. Um, you guys probably don't even know this because <laughs> this is a podcast and I've already done post-production by the time you're hearing this. But in any case, I was about, I was saying, um, for Hearts and Powers, the current status, the status update. At, as of this recording, the first draft of issue one has been completed. It has been completed since since literally like three years ago. Um, um, but that's what the current status is. It's going to be a short. Um, it's about a about a forty pager, forty page issue. Um, I should start. I should take uh, explain at this point. Hearts and Powers, unlike my other books to this point, is not going to be a novel. It's the first one that's going to be actually a serialized present presentation of the content of the IP. Um, without getting into too much detail right now, suffice it to say, after doing um, a handful of full-length books, um, I came to the conclusion that 
uh, that's not the way I want to go in the long term. Um, my passion is not the actual writing of novels. It never has been. It was always from day one just a stepping stone um, towards just to get my foot in the door of doing uh, projects or creating stories to be told in other formats, specifically like comic books and or television. So suffice to say, Hearts and Powers is my first uh, next step in that evolution. Um, it's not a novel, but what I'm going to be doing is presenting it in serialized format. Um, so very many issues. Um, as I said, this issue, first issue is 30, about 40 pages, sorry. Um, and it's really a companion to, as I said at the top of the show, the audio uh, presentation of the story which I am investing money into and excited to present to you guys um, hopefully not hopefully definitely before the end of the year um, so as far as that part of it goes um, that is going to be the, the intent is that I'm going to present the whole entire issue one in an audio format not a not necessarily a straight audio book but I've created a taste of what I'm going for um, in the hearts and sorry, the capes and Mike story mode episode number one. Um, and for those of you who are new listeners, I suggest you go back to hearts and powers number one, or sorry, story mode episode one. And you can hear what hearts and powers, the audio uh, drama style thing that I'm trying to do. Um, but what's exciting is that that, that, story mode episode and all the ones that were presented so far were done by myself with my little not so great uh audio uh reading of the text what i'm doing moving forward is i'm in going all in now that i've made the decision and i'm going ahead to hire other people to do other people who are gifted and that's their their lane to do this thing properly uh no more pussyfooting around I'm going to, um, well, as of right now, I have already secured the budget for the first two, uh, first two chapters or first two episodes, if you will, of of that issue. Um, so right now, that's where we're at with Hearts and Powers. Basically, um, I have the budget secured to hire the uh, young ladies to do the act, the actress. I have also already. Um, started contacting or I've been um, researching and I've already contacted a few couple people who are in the runnings for doing the um, the show for me, the uh, audio drama for me. So we already have a firm, solid uh, start to this Hearts and Powers project. That's where we're at with it. The goal, hopefully, as I said, before the end of the year, my real um, soft goal, or it's not official yet, but I'm in the back of my mind, I'm thinking it's going to be launched for uh, back to school like in September. Um, but it's not nothing official yet, nothing written in stone. I'm still at the very early stages, so I need to get my wrap my head around a few other things as far as the process um, before I can really firm up the realistic um, release date for it. And again, um there's two there's so many moving parts it's not only just the audio uh presentation but the actual putting together of the book like i said the the text is there the first draft but i still have to complete the second draft the editing and all of that 
and also um, coordinate with the... Oh, the other thing I forgot to mention is the artwork for the first issue. Pretty much, I have been have uh, the artwork for the issue. The cover artwork is done. I was able to get a fantastic... Um, female um, illustrator to do a great awesome cover and that's been done literally again i think it's like two years now because last year comic yeah we didn't have comic-con last year so it was two years ago comic-con uh fan expo i got an uh, illustrator to do the cover um as well as i have um many other additional illustrations of the main characters and splash pages that go within they're done by other illustrators. So there's a good pretty much 75% of the artwork done for issue one. Um, so that's where we're at as well. Um, and I should probably explain what Hearts and Powers is about other than the fact that it's a superhuman soap opera. But I'm going to leave that for the next episode of Capes and Mics. Um, as I said... If you want to, if you're brand new and you're not really sure and you want to learn a little bit more and you want to be proactive, go back to Story Mode Episode 1 and listen to Hearts and Powers, as well as just keep in mind, as I said, the very simple um, description of it is Hearts and Powers, the superhuman soap opera. And you can conjure up your own images or imagination of what that might be. It is a female-led uh, series, though. Um, that's one unique thing that I would say right now, in case you don't know, um, the, the main characters are two female um, heroes. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Moving on to the cape, sorry, the mic side of things. Um, what is going on with the mic side of things? The mic side of things, the full length album slash mixtape is called Just Rap. And it is actually called just rap love letters from the fresh years but just rap um the update on that is as of right now all the songs are written the entire album has been written for quite some time all the tracks nine uh, it's a very short album it's a tight i think i made it a tight 10 um there'll be probably 11 tracks on the actual finished product because i'm gonna have a couple an, in, an interlude um and I might even throw in one or two bonus tracks on the end. But as far as like the main actual songs, the 10 songs are written and nine out of those 10, the tracks are locked. The production is already done. And I have, in addition to those, th those two or three things that I mentioned, I've even gotten about four or five of the songs recorded in demo format already. So the demo versions of at least... Um, four, yeah, four songs is already recorded, and um, the process. As a matter of fact, let me just give you a quick taste of of that. As I mentioned that, so this album is called Just Rap, and the first demo that I recorded was song of the same title. Let me give you a little taste of that right here. Uh, let me see. All right, this is just some studio bugging out stuff. It's been like. So long, I wanna see if you can still rhyme. Yeah. Shell rock. Uh. 
Young Shell. Yeah. Let me freestyle for a minute See how long it takes to get in it Everybody know I play to win it Got no limit, not a gimmick or a fad My flow so tight, don't even need to brag On the mic, I'm not like anything you heard Make you wanna bite plus, throw your lyrics to the curb Cause lyrics that I serve, light years ahead of y'all Each and every word make you less of a competitor Don't need an editor, I'm just having fun black While I'm trying to better you show you how it's done black Cause where I'm from black, this is everyday life when the night falls, we write bars till it's daylight. I stay tight, flow never sloppy. Just a top dog, every cat wanna copy. Try to stop me, you cannot be. Still be flowing when I'm 60, like Stallone playing Rocky Road. I'll make your spirit explode with the simple flow. To tear apart your beast mode. Start a beef, yo, when I stuff you like an old bird. Give you food for thought, have you choking on your own words. Now watch me spit a flow different than my first one. A wicked verse from a superhuman universe. Yeah, so. That's what it is, just rap. And it's basically... Um, well, I'm not going to go into the details of the concept, but basically, I'm sure you recognize the track. It's the same track that I use for the intro for Capes and Mics. And... Um, turn this down a little bit. And basically, um, the thing is, just rap is the theme of the album. And it's not just the name of the song, but it's also uh, sort of a, a literal um, commandment to myself to get out of my own way and to just rap in spite of all the perceived obstacles that are holding me back. Um, and I go into a lot of that story into if you go so into the music mode episodes, um, we have one called ju- the very is the first one or the second music mode episode. I will encourage you to go back and listen to that if you are a new listener um, to Capes and Mics. Um, and in there, you will get the full story behind Just Rap, the, the inspiration behind the song and the concept. But as far as the album goes, as I said, it's called Just Rap, the album, um, f- uh, Love Letters from the Fresh Years. And I know that's a huge, huge mouthful to say, but essentially... It's taking the concept of just rap um, beyond just the one song and just doing an entire album um, where I get out of my own way and I finally do a full length album and put it out um, in spite of my own doubts and fears and excuses that I've had throughout the years, including my age um, and yeah, I just, again, even as I'm trying to explain it to you guys, it, it reminds me of my whole point. I need to just rap and stop dwelling on the negative things or the what ifs that, that are that I believe are, are keeping me from doing it and just finally do it and put it out there. Um, I've been doing music so many years, so many decades, actually, and I've had... Um, um, on one certain level, you could say that I, I am a professional and I have um, had success um, because I have done release. Have there is music out there in the world that's commercially available with my voice on it, um, and I, you know, I've collected money for for doing music throughout the years in various ways and formats, which we'll talk about um, again as you continue this journey with me on Capes and Mics. We'll t- I'll, I'll share a lot of that, those things, those stories, and whatnots down the road, but. As it pertains to today's episode, that's pretty much the update. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, as I just uh, said about sharing stories, 
today's episode is really about that. I want to get to the main uh, focus of today's episode, which is sharing the process. Um, and part of sharing the process is sharing the story of how I got here to this point of wanting to um, do this. So I think without further ado, what I'm going to do is uh, switch switch modes that you guys have the progress report. It's pretty much done. Um, let's talk about um, what's in store for you for the rest of this episode. In the process section today, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you guys the story, the real life story behind me and how I got here um, as far as my writing goes. There's so many different aspects to me, to my journey, as I said, obviously with the music um, and then obviously with the books. But there's also many other things that I do that contribute to it. So I'm trying to keep things simple. And in that effort, I decided um, I'm going to share today's piece of story focused strictly on the my professional book publishing side of things. So I mentioned it very briefly. You might have caught it or you might have missed it at the very top of the intro. But I did start another podcast at the same time I did start to tape some mics. And in that podcast, that podcast was basically it's, it's top secret. I never shared didn't shared it with anyone here. The name of it because basically it was a podcast where it's a very basically an audio diary where I wanted to be completely free to be transparent about my life on a very deep, vulnerable, personal level down to um, my finances and my job situation and my life situation, um, relationship situation, and of course also my creative journey situation. And I did an episode, um, I recorded an episode um, about a little while back, a few weeks, maybe a month ago, um, where I unexpectedly started talking about my journey as it pertains to writing from the beginning, um, how I started writing and publishing books. So I listened to it when I was done and I was like, man, this content is actually pretty good and would make great um, content for the Capes and Mike's podcast. So... That is what I'm about to do. I'm about to present to you guys, let you guys hear the story of my um, publishing journey all the way from the beginning right to where I am today with about to embark on releasing or creating and releasing Hearts and Powers. But before I share it, what I want to explain is that I'm going to play the episode live with you guys and listen to it. Reason being because there's a few, not a lot, but a few uh, places in the story where I feel like I should probably amend slash clarify what I stated because, um, well, I'm not even going to explain it. I'll just do it um, as we're li- as we're as we're we're listening to listening to the story together and and yeah. So let's just get into it. Let's get into the uh, not the progress the. What am I talking about? (laughs) Let's get into the next part of the show, the process. Okay, so let's get to it. This one is called, um, it's not called, but the episode was called My Story Part 1. So let's just get into it. Hello, is this thing on? Okay, so 
my name is Sheldon. Sheldon A. Henry. I won't tell you what the A stands for. But I've gone by many other nicknames and aliases through the years. For music, I've had a lot of different MC names. My very first one being LP. Like long playing, recording, records, a.k.a. wax, back in the music ages of modern music history from, I guess, the 80s. Yeah, my first rap name was LP. Not very creative or very (laughs) amazing, I guess. In any case, it actually stood for lyrical poet. I thought I was being clever at the time. I think I was like 12. No, a little bit older than that. Anyways, that was a lifetime ago. I've since grown up. I am damn near pushing 50 years old now. And in the in-between time, those the last 30 30 or so years I've gone through a lot of different creative evolutions the majority of it as I said started with music specifically hip hop rapping and I rapped my heart out and my ass off for the better part of let's say 20 years um well, at least actively pursuing that dream of becoming a recording artist and a famous, rich and famous rap star slash rock star for at least 10 years. And then another five years or so of, I guess, officially not pursuing a career, but still doing, you know, still married to the to the first love and still constantly flirting with her you know, with the love of making music and love of writing raps and recording for another five years or so. But during that second phase, the after the first 10 years, the second phase where I spent another five, just five to 10 years of, you know, just turning my music my music mistress into us into a side chick instead of my wifey. I started seeing another beautiful woman called writing. Or specifically writing stories and creating stories. And you know, I've had a couple good cracks at it, stepped up to bat, written, wrote, and published. A few little things here and there. Um, First thing was called Power Blast Kids. And it was written and inspired to be written for my sons. Because I was newly married at the time. And I had young stepsons. Who, for all intents and purposes, I considered my own. Because they were literally babies when they came into my life. So as far as I'm concerned, they were more than stepsons. They were just my sons. And yeah, I was inspired to write something cool to, to motivate them and get them interested in reading. And I wrote something called The Power Blast Kids. 
And boy, what a whirlwind tour that was. Some fun shit, like straight goods. I wrote and published two volumes of the book, or the series, if you will. And independently published them. But more above and beyond that, the bond that it gave me with the kids and the adventure that it allowed us to go on together as a family, not just with the kids, but with their mom in the fact that the supporting, the supporting effort that came along with writing and producing those books, as far as it goes to put it out into the world commercially, independently, and share it with their friends at school and go on tour for lack of a better word it wasn't really a tour but to just go on that that journey of i mean i don't even know how to say it properly i'm not actually articulating it right basically it opened a lot of doors of fun and experience and amazing memories that we created together as i created not only the book, but in order to to promote the book, I ended up creating a live entertainment show where where we would go to different churches or different organizations to do a stage slash interactive um, uh, kids show that would share the characters and the stories. And we also created or I created a freaking phenomenal, awesome uh, card trading card game that went along with the book. <clears throat> I wanna, I wanna pause right there. Uh, <laughs> one of the things I wanna, you will notice, um, or I'm noticing, I use a lot of super dramatic, exaggerated words sometimes. The game, the card game that I'm referring to there, the phenomenal card game. It was great. I'm not gonna front. It was a really cool game. Um, and everywhere we showcased it. Um. No matter what church you we went to, it was well received. The kids loved it. Like, but I mean, to say it was phenomenal, I mean, I I, I need to humbly kind of take that down a notch. Like, it wasn't like I wasn't curing cancer. Like, <laughs> and clearly, I didn't make millions of dollars off of it. So, but I mean, it was it was a solid solid pro- product. Um, but yes, I digress. Let's continue. And had the characters in the game, and it was a totally. F- fucking amazing experience the kids loved it we used to play it at we played it with all their friends at school we had an after school program so all the young little boys and little girls too would come and play the game um as part of the after school program and we would go to other churches and we would do live events we sponsored major major uh they used to call it hallelujah night for the churches instead of halloween and we did big giant life-size posters of the characters we had different stations of games and activities we did stage shows it was just a phenomenal time in in my in in my family life of being married and having the kids you know at that you know the tween ages between 8 and 12 years old and just be able to share that experience as a family with my wife who supported me so amazingly at that time. I get my hat, put, tip my hats <clears throat> off to her, though we are no longer together today. You know, I will always forever cherish that time that we had together where we really, you know, came together as a unit 
and we 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 really went swung for the fences man to try and build a life together and build something phenomenal based on my own writing fast forward uh 10 years or so in the future when we're no longer together and well it's been about 10 years that I've been single again by myself but I never stopped the writing journey about three or four years after getting separated I published my second book which was uh actually sorry not second I actually published two books simultaneously about three or four years after getting separated, but they were both my first foray into publishing content for grown-ups. So it was still um, fiction, much like Power Blast Kids, still you know leading into my passions for sci-fi superheroes. Power Glass Kids was straight superheroes. But these next two books uh, lean more into modern fantasy, ironically, and just slice the life. One was called Operation Dream Girl. I'll go back to that. Space Love Superheroes was the first one. And that was a modern fantasy, kind of inspired by the whole Alice in Wonderland slash Wizard of Oz experience. And but more of a modern take. What would it, what what would a, a a wonder Alice in Wonderland experience look like from the male perspective? A, a man. Um, I'm gonna pause right there for a quick sec. So it's it's an accurate description of the book, um, a modern you know fantasy uh, Alice in Wonderland type of adventure. But to even be more precise, um, the book and consequent movie that came out called Ready Player One is an even more accurate description of the kind of vibe you're getting from Space Love Superheroes. Um, in that, the characters and the adventure that um, the main character goes on, the characters that he interacts with are many and pretty much all from the 80s and 90s type of um, movies and you know IP that's out there. So, um, yeah, Ready Player One never existed when I wrote this book. Um, but in recent years, I've come to realize, yeah, that's actually probably a better even uh, comparison because um, it's very 80s and 90s centric and the types of and nerdy uh, type of characters or people that show up in the book that are not my own IP. I'll confess that. Um um, from like, uh, I'll just be, yeah, I'll be specific, like from Star Wars and from Street Fighter and like all characters and things from different types of things that I grew up with in the 90s and the 80s. Those are what show up in the book. Um, so, yeah, but I digress. That probably was unnecessary, but continue. Young Shell, or should I say Henry Shell? And, you know, going into a world where it would be characters and individuals from my own favorite uh, fantasy and cartoons and sci-fi properties that I've grew up grew up with. So basically, I created a modern fantasy where it was sort of an escape. Where I uh, I wrote this long novel that was kind of a metaphorical 
um, journey into what I was feeling internally, you know, being in my mid 30s or early 30s and how I felt about, you know, being married and the letdown of that experience and just feeling lost in life and just trying to find myself kind of an early midlife crisis. But rather than a, you know, straight up, I don't know, self-help or memoir, I decided to write a fictional tale where the main character was a 30-something black young man just recent, well, at the end of his rope in his married life and work life. And he somehow ends up into a world where he escapes temporarily into a world where fictional characters from his favorite cartoons, you know, childhood cartoons, TV shows, video games, all that kind of stuff, they all came to life and he was in this almost dreamlike world where he was interacting with all these different characters and trying to figure out how he got there and also trying to figure out if, if he even how to get back to regular real life at the same time figuring out if he even wants to go back to real life or and at the same time trying to figure out if he is in this crazy new world like what what is his purpose what is he doing there what's the mission and just yeah a little, just just some straight up fun stuff you know fun action stuff and of course romance as well you know got his he got his he, he got his got some eye candy in that adventure and some he got his heartstrings pulled on a couple of occasions by different females but all in all that was that that's what space love superheroes is all about but the funny thing is, I simultaneously, the second that book was finished, completed and ready to be published, in the micro nanosecond of time that passed in life between the time of finishing the, the final draft and actually publishing the book, I somehow got inspired to write and put together another book that was more real-life-centered about the exploits and the, 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 yeah, the exploits and the point of view of what it's like to be dating again in your late 30s or early 30s after being married for 10 years. And it's basically a, I described it at the time as a how I met your mother, but in book form almost, where this man is on, it's called Operation Dream Girl, where the man was on a mission to find the girl of his dreams. And again, this was not planned per se, um, but it was again another veiled uh, ex exorcism of... <laughs> I like how I say it was veiled. It was thinly veiled very thinly veiled not really veiled at all it, it wouldn't take much for you to figure out that it was pretty much based on me the main character but anyways i continue my own demons and my own you know almost a poor man's therapy of just trying to work out my own real life situation in a way that you know as a creative made sense to me and it was just an outlet for what i was going through so i kind of i kind of split my <clears throat> My experience of going through separation and divorce and midlife crisis, I kind of expressed it in 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 book form, but I wasn't able to really instead of doing it in one, I had to kind of split it into two different versions of myself. And I did a real life 
um, you know, real life take on the dating life and when the, the next chapter of my life. And I kind of put that in Operation Dream Girl and see how that was like, where I ta- where I basically every chapter was was basically a, a, a look at a different encounter with another woman, with a different woman, some some of them more real than others. And just studying the whole dating side of of that of life and looking for the one. But of course, me being who I am as a nerd, as a, a nerd with swag, as I like to call myself these days, um, it was written. It was written in a way that was uh, it was filled with not it was filled with a whole bunch of constant, you know, nerd culture references superheroes comic books movies um i want to uh amend that um to say it was filled with nerd culture references might be a little bit of an exaggeration it was sprinkled it was probably generously sprinkled would be a more accurate as well as to be honest it was more uh more hip-hop um kind of references or um in it than there was nerd culture stuff um because as i will go on to explain as you listen um there was a lot of it was based on poetry and my rapping and the main character which i don't mention the main character is has the has the persona that i of me um the main character is a rapper so he expresses that throughout the book but continue sci-fi and also hip-hop references because that is the other part of my life obviously not obviously but that was still a huge part of who i was to that point in my life and to this day actually (laughs) hip-hop is just it's just been a part of it's been is my first love well technically my first my 1.5 love but we'll we'll talk about that another time but yeah, so Operation Dream Girl was just the adventure, the real life adventures of a of a of a young man nerd with swag trying to find find the woman of his dreams or AKA the one to settle down with. And I don't know why I'm saying all this, but basically what I'm saying is that I published those two books in the nanosecond. Like I said, it took me less than two months to write and not even two months. It was like a month. I put that second book together. And it was based on I had already been writing or keeping a journal where I was writing poetry um, of all my all the women that I that I that I came across in the in the in the few short years, first few years of being single again. I used to keep a journal where I would write poetry um, about all the different women that I would date and or come across and have a little crush on crush with or even just a sometimes just a little innocent interaction with even their their random strangers that I never actually dated but I would just write poetry on a daily on a regular basis in my journal about these different girls and that was the foundation for the Operation Gene Girl novel slash yeah novel really is what it is um and every chapter just basically ended up being, you know, a uh, an expanded version of telling the story of the girl who inspired that that poem. So each each chapter had a poem, and then a, uh, the story behind the poem, the real life story, um, 
in in prose format where I would share the actual the actual interaction between that girl and I and myself. Some of them funny, some of them sad, some of them heartbreaking, some of them controversial, some of them just yeah, all different types of things. But that being said, me being the creative I am, I also at some point in the book it basically um, did boil down to to one specific girl who I had the most longest interaction slash relationship with. So the book ultimately did have a storyline that you had you you would eventually get to if you could get through the first <laughs> if you can get past the first you know uh, there the book was broken down into about five parts I believe so if you could get past the first one and a half parts where it's, it seems to be random and not really necessarily going in any specific direction. It's just a different girl every day. By the time you get about one third through the book, you get introduced to the one woman slash character who becomes our main love interest and the main love story that takes place throughout the rest of the book and, you know, has a beginning, middle and end in terms of the relationship that is formed and the adventure that is gone on between me and that girl. And, you know, it gives the book itself. Again, it's a it's a it's kind of a slow burn. But, you know, once you get into the main story with the main girl, you can appreciate you, you there's it gives more context and more weight to that story by reading the getting through the first initial part with the seemingly random, you know, random situations and the random uh, stories that seem to be not necessarily relevant, but they become relevant once you get to the main story. So uh, I want to just pause right there. Yes. So um, in addition, I just want to say like um, the main story with the main girl is not the end of other random girls coming in the book. Um, essentially the, the format of the book follows right from beginning to the very last page of the book. So even after the main girl and the main love interest is introduced and that main story starts to kind of take over, there is still continued interactions and chapters and uh, episodes is what I like to think of them with other girls. Um, but it's just that now they have the book itself has now a more of a core um, picture focus for you, the reader, to um, focus on and relationship to focus on and to be connected to and have an actual uh, interest in the outcome. Yes, and I would say I'm also doing this um, public service announcement uh, announcement about my commentary on my own book. Um, just because there's a reason why I'm doing this is because, well, I'll explain at the very end of this podcast episode, you'll see why I keep interrupting and kind of explaining the two books. Anyways, we're almost done. We only got about 10 minutes left on this story. Let's go. Anyways, <clears throat> this is not what I'm supposed to be doing right now. I'm actually this <laughs> this ramble is actually going somewhere, um, believe it or not. But I just want to make sure I give context before I get to the main event. So Operation Dream Girl was written completely unplanned. But for some reason, I just got inspired once I finished the first book for grownups um, with Space Love Superheroes before I actually got to get it published while I was in the process of, you know, putting it together to, on a technical level and um, getting it ready for publication in that short month 
while I was doing that, I just had this overwhelming inspiration to, to again share my experience through the other another the other side of the coin of moving forward and dating um, through Operation Dream Girl. And I wrote that and completed it within less than a month and was able to to one basically publish it at the exact same time that I published Space Love Superheroes. So what I did at the time that I right now regret in hindsight, but at the time I thought it was the best decision. For some strange reason, I thought that Operation Dream Girl seemed to be would be a better, easier sell commercially or just, just publicly in general. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I just felt like for some reason, Operation Dream Girl would have been a much was the way to go in terms of marketing and promoting and going hard at the promotion and, and sharing with the world. So even though I published both books at the literally exact same time, I, I could tell you today, it was my very first fan expo here in Canada, which is basically Comic-Con for those who are not in Toronto, Canada. It's, it's, it is it's Comic-Con, the biggest Comic-Con in, in, in uh, Canada, um, but they just call it Fan Expo. At that time, I think it was 2013. It might have been 2013. Maybe it definitely was 2013. 20 no, maybe it was 2015. Anyways, it was quite a while ago. But in any case, that was my very first time attending a con, and that was when I officially released both books. I had a booth. Uh, I had a booth there with my with my partner, my creative partner in crime, Rob Clark, who you have probably heard about or heard of on other episodes of my podcasts, um, both this, both Creative Matters or Capes and Mics. But in any case, that was my first time attending, and I released the book officially there independently, both books on display and available. Um, but for some reason, I, something just I just felt like Operation Dream Girl was the one to push and the one to, to really go at it. And I, I put all my heart, money soul time energy into pushing operation dream girl social media was all about operation dream girl um i did book tours mini book tours and i actually by the grace of god was able to literally get the book operation dream girl into the made the, the major book chain here in canada which was at the time was called chapters um it was called chapters indigo it was like two different divisions of the same company chapters indigo which would be like your barnes and nobles i guess in in the u.s um but yeah i knocked on doors i went into to the to the bookstores and i i somehow got a couple local not just one but a few local local um, what do you call those local locations of the the national chain um, chapters to put the book in there for Operation Dream Girl? And again, I'm saying all this to say that I had both books available: Space Love Superheroes, which is the modern fiction fantasy adventure, and Operation Dream Girl, which is the real life slice of life dating experience thing. And I could have. I could have did the same thing or asked to put both books or just Space Love Superheroes. But for whatever reason, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. but I can't change it now. But at that time, I thought Operation Dream Girl was the one. 
So I just pushed that one and I got that one by itself into the stores. And that was the only one I was promoting on social media. And essentially, I got to be known over the next two to three years as the Operation Dream Girl guy. I think um, it's worth mentioning that um, uh, to say that I was known as the Operation Dream Girl guy my again might have been a bit of an exaggeration my own perception um certainly among the people who knew me <laughs> and on social media and whatnot i would have been just been referred to as the guy that has operation dream girl um but what i really meant when i said that in context is really that as opposed to the guy that has space love superheroes and Operation Dream Girl or Space Love Superheroes instead of Operation Dream Girl. Um, it was Operation Dream Girl every uh, 24-7 on, on my uh, news feed. And also, in hindsight, I've come to realize part of the reason why I did that, and this is something that I um, discovered on my own after listening to this and really thinking about it, part of the reason I think I went with Operation Dream Girl as opposed to Space Love Superheroes is because Space Love Superheroes um, has a lot of other IP in it. And although it's the way that I, although it's an independent book and I wasn't going to be, I had no illusions of it becoming like a New York Times bestseller, <laughs> um, I still thought that, well, on the off chance that I do see great success on, on my first foray out in publishing, it's better to use a book that I don't have to worry about. It's potentially someone getting mad at me and knocking on my door and giving me the big cease and desist since I have their characters in my book. Um, so yeah, that's probably part of what went into my decision in a, above and beyond that. But let's just finish this up five minutes to go. Now, Space Love Superheroes... <laughs> the irony of this is Space Love Superheroes, when I completed writing, when I finished the the absolute last word that I typed in that manuscript and I closed it and I was like, yes, I finally finished it. At the time, even though I was pushing Operation Dream Girl, the irony is I was 1000% sold in my heart and soul that Operation Dream Girl to that not Operation Dream Girl sorry, Space Love Superheroes to that point was my magnum opus as far as creative output as a human being. Like I thought Space Love Superheroes was phenomenal. Like what how I executed it. There's that the, word again. The phenomenal. Beginning to the middle to the mm -hmm. end and the way the story like I was so happy and proud of that. I thought it was like amazing. It was the best thing I had ever done. I'm, I'm when I say Madame Opus in terms of creative output, I'm saying compared to anything I've done creatively in my entire life, meaning music included. All the songs I've written, recorded, and all the props I've gotten on the street for for rapping and the stage shows I've done and the 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 uh, audience applause and 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 bombs and punchlines I've dropped to to the to 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 get amazing like props and and whatever recognition nothing up until that point space love superheroes being done was as a good and as amazing as that book that i wrote in my opinion my own you know bias 
granted, but still my own opinion of my my own work. And again, uh, hyperbole might be a good word to be, to use to describe myself here, but um, it's not really hyperbole. It's just I, I'm explaining how I personally felt about the work in comparison to my other creative work in life. Not necessarily that it itself was a work of genius, um, objectively speaking, compared to all other works of fiction in the world and all other art uh, authors. Um, no, I'm saying, you know, for me as an end of creative individual who aspired to create things in many different formats, um, it was it was it was a very very great um it's a great a great piece of work um that's what i was really trying to get at um i can objectively and humbly say the writing definitely was not is not like amazing um definitely not amazing in fact um there's probably a few parts in it that are even cringe worthy <laughs> as a writer even for myself you know being uh having many years apart from it at this point and obviously improving my game as well since then but just again in context of what i'm talking about in this story that i'm relating at the time and what um the goal is or was at the time and in context of what i'm talking about it was the magnum opus of a young young creative young uh the creative career of henry shell slash young shell at the time so it's really funny that from the time both books dropped in 2013 14 or 15 whatever year that was to this day i never spent i spent like about maybe five percent if you're lucky of my time promoting space love superheroes and and the other 95 percent of my time was spent promoting operation dream girl so like i said Hindsight is twenty twenty, and I'm just making this observation that it's very ironic that the thing I thought was so amazing was a thing that I totally, totally backburnered slash bookshelf slash pushed to the side like it was just like it was just day old day old um I don't know day old any kind of food like it was just like you know an ugly stepchild slash garbage slash, you know what I mean? Like, it's really weird. I can't believe, but yeah, I just pushed it to the side. Like it was nothing and was, and content to do so. Even though in my heart, it was the most phenomenal thing I'd ever done. And I was so proud of it. Like that is just thinking about it right now. It's just crazy. I don't understand how that even happened. But, Again, I digress. So fast forward now that you know that you're up to date. So we had Power Blast Kids and that whole adventure um, as the first official book. And that was geared towards kids and that whole adventure of, you know, going out into the world and what that spawned in terms of the trading card game. And we, we used to sell, and I'm not saying we used to do this stuff for fun or for free. Like, yes, it was fun and it was amazing and it bonded our family, but it was like big business. Like we really went at it. Like we took out, my wife at the time was gracious enough to let me take out 
a loan against our mortgage of our house, a, a significant loan um, of like $10,000 to fund us building this this entertainment company around you know power blast kids and that's the whole superhero adventures that those were all about for the kids and all the 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 trading card game and everything that was built around it the live you know the live action uh traveling show all of it again uh super exaggerated um (laughs) traveling show i mean i mean it was a it was a traveling show in that it was traveling in and around toronto gta um but yeah (laughs) and you know um but it was good the trading card game totally like that that was a hit um it sold everywhere we brought it it would sell like hotcakes and you know the power blast kids it was more than just a book actually it was a series as i said or i don't know if i said it but that's what i'm clarifying it's a series um more than one book that was available two 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 versions or two two ish i can't even talk i wish i just let 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 my older self talk continue henry shell was big and then fast forward to the you know few years after the marriage dissolved and me being on my own you have space the superheroes and operation dream girl and then that you know adventure that 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 prompted or that the adventure that came out of that you know, for the five years, five years or so after me releasing those two books, you know, I was able to enjoy going on book signings at chapters, um, multiple book signings in the first year at chapters. Um, and then above and beyond that, just equally or probably even more impactful was the the, the years that I spent promoting, you know, Promoting myself at Comic Cons become it became a regular thing. I would do at least two to three every year major Comic Cons throughout the Greater Toronto area, above and beyond Fan Expo itself, um, with my with my partner and creative partner in crime, Rob Clark, um, and that that was a phenomenal, enjoyable, you know, ups and downs, but life lessons and lessons in in pursuing creative career um, journey that I cherish to this day. Um, like I said, it was about a four to five year adventure. Um, you know, that's what Space Love Superheroes and Operation Dream Girl sparked. Now, it at this day, 2021, June 1st, it's been probably about three years at least since um, that whole I stopped promoting. Yeah, it's at least three years since. Since I put a full stop to the promoting Operation Dream Girl, and well, I can't even say technically Space of Superheroes because technically I never ever promoted it. That's kind of the that's kind of the point of this this right now, this podcast right here, or this story that I'm telling. Because I went through a little phase. It's I'm saying three years. It's not necessarily specifically three years, but it's around there, maybe four years, give or take one or two years. Um, that I've stopped and I've kind of, you know, gone far away from getting that persona or that reputation out in the public. Um, I wanted to move on to other things because suffice it to say, my plan or thought that Operation Dream Girl would have been the thing that catapulted my creative career as a writer did not happen. It didn't take off in that as as planned or as would have desired, would have, you know, I would have dreamed of. So, Fast forward to 2021, it's been at least three, if not four years since that time. 
and I'm getting back in the saddle. And part of getting back in the saddle of being a creator and putting out long form content is sharing the next major writing project slash series that I want to share with the world, Hearts and Powers, the superhero soap opera. Okay, so that's what it is. Hearts and Powers, the superhero soap opera. We are going to end it right there because that is the heart of the matter. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because it's, I don't know, I just, I get, I'm, I'm kind of amused by some of the things that I that I never notice when I'm when I'm doing it, but listening back, the little ticks and the little quirks I have, like saying the word "phenomenal," like <laughs> like I, I I could have made a drinking game out of out of <laughs> out of that. How many times I say "phenomenal" or "amazing"? In any case, hearts and powers. That's perfect spot to end. That's actually the end of that um, recording that I made for that um, podcast. Literally ends right there, but it's also perfect for spot to end for this podcast capes and mics because as i said at the top of the show this podcast is now 100 percent about two specific projects and the man behind them which is me but the two specific projects being my music project my mics project and the b-side is my capes project specifically hearts and powers so I hope you guys enjoyed um, that little telling, the origin story, if you will, of my writing career, if you could call it that, and what is you know what has transpired to get us to this day here, where hearts and powers is something that that I'm sharing with you guys. But more importantly, as part of that story that I hope you enjoyed is the seeds of knowledge that you need to know to be able to take advantage of this next part of the show the closing part of the show where i explain how and give you guys an opportunity to take part in the journey of making hearts and powers a reality how do you how do i do that you ask well unlike pretty much almost every other podcast out there um i want to invite people to support me in ways that are meaningful, not just by buying some random item that uh, a sponsor is paying me to advertise on my podcast, some freaking razors or, you know, the next latest greatest subscription box for whatever thing. I don't want to do that. I I mean, I personally am a creator. So why would I want to shill other people's products when really... I want to what I want more more than anything in the world is for people to be blessed by the stories and the music and the great content that I am creating myself and have been creating. So as part of that story, origin story of, you know, the author behind Hearts and Powers, you were exposed to two books that have already been written and are available to you the general public um right now as we speak and 
one of the ways you can support me in my efforts to to share with the world some fun uh, content is by literally buying the content. You can head over to lulu.com where you can enter my name, Henry Shell, or the title of one of the two books that I just shared with you guys in my origin story, Space Love Superheroes or Operation Dream Girl. Either one of those search terms at lulu.com will get you to me, my author page, and my books. All of those those two books are available. Um, they're available in multiple formats, so you can literally... Um, if you know, if you're a very modern person and you rather read on your tablet, you can download the digital copies um, at a much lower price. Of course, you can get the PDF versions of both books, and and my uh, more power to you if that's what you like. Um, I'm very old school, so I I personally just love having the physical book in my hand, and it's 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 those are both available there as well. And also, just in case you are a new listener and you're not uh, aware, for for well, not for Operation Dream Girl, but for at least Space Love Superheroes, you can get a great little sneak peek slash taste of the book um, by listening to the Story Mode episode of Space Love Superheroes, which is earlier on in the podcast, uh, Capes and Mike's podcast. Just scroll down the list of whatever app you're listening to, listening to this on, and you should find the ep- story mode episode entitled Space Love Superheroes, where you get a taste of um, that adventure that we that I just hopefully described, did a good job describing for you in my origin story. Um, yeah, this is, this is going to be basically the regular here at Capes and Mike's. I just like the idea of being able to use this platform, what it was intended for, um, to just create and share great content. And because I'm a creator, I'd rather um, give you guys an opportunity to 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 take part in my journey in this way. There are other ways um, that you can support, which I will mention on other episodes. There's, There's lots of time ahead of us. Um, today is not the beginning and the end, but rather just the very tip of the iceberg of this journey of bringing these projects to life. And every dime that you spend on my previous works that are available to you are definitely going to directly or indirectly, but one way or the other, uh, they will affect my ability to complete these new projects that Capes and Mike's podcasts are about and get them into your hands before the end of this year. So that's what it is. Um, I think I'll just save the rest for another episode. But um, thank you guys for listening. I hope it wasn't a bore or a snore. Um, for sure, I want you to come back for more I don't know why I keep writing. <laughs> I just I just like to do it. I, I can't help it. Um yeah, um there will be no there will be no crowdfunding program or 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 effort. There will be no Patreon that I'm going to hit you guys up with. 
there will just strictly be capes and mics, the two main projects I'm pushing every every episode, giving you insights, giving you behind the scenes. I know today was a little bit low key because I was just telling my origin story, but it's important. It's part of the process. It's part of what has gotten me here. But I promise you there will be much more uh, in your face up to the moment Um type of content that I will be sharing. As I said, um, one of the episodes I have planned coming up, I'm going to be sharing um, the music um, in a more in-depth way, the productions that are already locked and loaded for the the Just Rap album, um, as well as the, the uh, I'll have let, give you guys a little insight and I'll help maybe even get you guys help me to lot, narrow down the actress for, for the recordings, for the Hearts and Powers. And of course, I haven't mentioned it before, but there is a Capes and Mike social media, um, specifically Instagram. I will be able to, I will slowly begin posting some of the images from the um, Hearts and Powers um, on there as well. And when I start getting merch. And of course, I also have art, which I haven't even touched on. It's too much. I'm talking way too much. Like I said, I need to wrap up the show again. Specifically, thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. I hope you enjoyed and you will come back for more. Um, Lulu.com, Space Love Superheroes, Operation Dream Girl. There's just so much. Um, I still have to come up with a great ending for the show. I got a, I love the new intro. Um, yeah, I still got to work on that ending. But I guess I will just keep it um, 90s boom bap since that's what I'm all about. And I will just say peace out out thanks for listen listening i'll see you on the flip side i'm audi 5000 yeah